Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're talking again. My body's swimming. Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. I'm Brendan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every episode we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 2014 Christmas TV movie, The Christmas Switch, starring Natasha Henstrich and Brian Krause, where a dying toy shop Santa swaps bodies with a con man in order to bring joy to children for one last Christmas. As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email, or chuck us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Operating. So, Merry Christmas, guys. Have you guys got exciting Christmas plans this week for Christmas, which is this week? Is it? <laughs> oh, because <laughs> time and time. You all just that. freaked Brendan out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this episode's not even coming out Christmas week, so I don't know why I said that. Um, it's coming up close to Christmas. <laughs> well, I'm just so excited because um, this is the first year that my kid is, like, fully aware and he, like, says the word Christmas and points at the, the lights and the decoration and I'm just so excited for him to wake up on Christmas morning and have presents and do family things and it's going to be real cute. Yeah, oh, that's cute. And I'm excited to introduce him to a Vanessa Hudgens Christmas movie for the first time next week. <laughs> no, he watched one last year. He watched this, it last year. But this time he'll be able to follow the storyline is what you're saying. He's, he's that, you know, <laughs> with it. <laughs> Who's Vanessa Hudgens? Oh, Brenda. Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> um, well, when I literally have a, like a, a Facebook chat group called the Vanessa Hutchins <laughs> Uh, what is it? Appreciation Society. So, uh, you need to get out of here (laughs) and go and watch High School Musical. Oh, okay. Yeah. You you enjoy your group. I was like almost offended that I wasn't involved. Spring break. Spring spring breakers. Yeah. That's a bit more like indie for you. Hey, this film didn't go to cinema release. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into that. So, um, yeah, onto the Christmas switch. Every year, we watch a body swap Christmas TV movie. And every year, we have been subjected to a giant steaming pile of turd. (laughs) Have we finally broken the streak? Is the Christmas switch a ho-ho yes or a ho-ho no? Ho-ho. A ho-no. Yes. What? (laughs) Brendan. Did you you guys- You loved it. Did everyone have a good time? I had a good time. Are you being serious? Is it because you've been drinking whiskey? I saw you drinking whiskey before. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you drink to get through this movie? <laughs> so, are you are you seriously saying you enjoyed this, Brendan? Uh, no, I was just just <laughs> gauging. Oh, <Au> contraire! <laughs> where everyone else was going with it. <laughs> uh, okay, out of all the dumb Hallmark uh, Christmas films we've done, this one 
is uh uh is just as bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm really trying to weigh it up in my mind, and I, I think it might be. They're just all as bad. fucking painful. Um, this one was 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 the Denise Richards one. Was that Hallmark or was that something uh, else? The Denise Richards one. Which one was the Denise Richards one? Are any of them Hallmark, or are they they just have that Hallmark feel about them? You know, wasn't what I mean? wasn't she in the one with Tom Arnold? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. with the demon. So we've, the we've demon done three, and, and one of the three ones. Denise yeah. Richards movies. I forget that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, is this a Denise Richards podcast? I think that one might be the best one, and it was very bad, but at least it had yeah. a pace, and it was kind mm. of shiny, you know, the way these all yeah. just look so cheap. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> this film was fucking painful. This film was bad, and I think, I don't know, I think I might have hated this one the most out of all of them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In saying that, I feel like this one- No, the one with the dead <laughs> mum was the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, so this is the Christmas switch, not to be confused with Christmas switch or a Christmas switch. What what are the other we've ones called that we've watched? A Christmas switch, a Christmas tr- Christmas, Christmas trade. trade. So which one? Okay, we got to do this because I'm gonna be referring to them all. So which one is the two chicks, the cafe, and the recording executive? A Christmas switch. A Christmas switch. And then Tom switch. Arnold. Okay. Was Christmas trade, <laughs> Christmas, and then trade. the two brothers were a Christmas swap, and then th- this um, Santa yeah. con man switch is the Christmas switch. That's all of them, right? Mm. That's everything we've done. Yeah, yeah. Like this film definitely had the problem that a lot of those other TV movies have, where it looks, even though it was shot in 2014, it looks like it was shot in 1998. In the fashions, in the sets, it was set in New York, but that just meant they used a whole lot of stock footage of New York. Oh, did they ever Rockefeller? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. oh my it was god, like Rockefeller, yeah. Times Square, the uh, Bergdorf department store, and then that's it. Is it's like those mm-hmm. three over and over again, and then we'd cut to set in Canada with stairwell yeah. of an office complex <laughs> with a green screen, and the green screening <laughs> oh, was so, so bad. bad. Okay, so can we just that you were saying this was a real yeah. hard slog. Can I just tell you that I had to you know, this time of year mm-hmm. it's so busy, start to have a million things on. I had my work Christmas <laughs> party last night and came home and had to start watching this movie at eleven thirty at night. The first thing I wrote down was it is eleven thirty, y'all. I was just like, Are you so did you watch all of it in one sitting? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got so tired. <laughs> I watched the first um, ten minutes. Sorry, I didn't watch. I listened to the first ten minutes while driving home in the car, so that I could make this podcast. <laughs> PSA: We don't recommend doing that. Do not I, listen I to not movies watch. when you're I driving. Just listen. Just listen. So many visual yeah. gags you would have missed, Brendan. And I think There's I might have missed stuff. some things because I was very confused. Is that is that the problem of me or the of the movie? <laughs> well, uh, generally movies aren't meant to just be listened to. They're, it's a visual medium. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I watched this in one. Well, I watched this after I came 
straight home from a, a flight and I had to go get a COVID test because of all the restrictions right now. It was an exhausting day. Came home, watched this. It did take two naps to get through. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was like my body's like defense mechanism trying like you shouldn't be watching this. Put, close your eyes. <laughs> you're, you're like you're like, do I have COVID or is am I watching a Christmas shitty spot movie? Like the symptoms. Are- <laughs> you joke, but I literally at some point I'm like, am I getting sick or? <laughs> yeah, I'm am I <laughs> uh, All right, so let's do the thirty second plot summary. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be excellent. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, for the people that don't know, we tr- I try to break down the plot of the film in 30 seconds. I barely ever actually get it all in in 30 seconds, but we'll see. I, I-, I have a feeling this won't happen this week. It's a very convoluted plot. Like there's a lot of subplots. There's a lot of things that... It just never ceases to amaze me how complicated they can make these shitty movies. Like, you don't have a lot of money. You don't, like, just make it simple. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, ready, set, go. Uh, So there's a man who's been uh, the uh, Santa at a toy shop for 50 years, um, but he's dying. So he prays to Santa that he can be young again. So then Santa swaps his body with a uh, con man who only agrees to do the body swaps in exchange for a million dollars. They swap bodies, uh, but then, like, his con man friends try to get the money back. Um, Then they swap back. The old man dies. The con man realises the spirit of Christmas and and fucks the uh, old man's daughter at the end. Time's up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not bad. Uh, So that's basically the film, but... uh, but you you missed all the like rich nuance, like the fact that he was a a poet apparently, and the daughter was studying for the bar, which paid Zero. off. Yeah, never. And yeah. that <laughs> I wrote down how soul destroying would it be to be an actor and like you're in a movie like this, and your character you have to be like I'm studying for the New York bar. It's just like, and you're in some <laughs> shitty movie, it would just really make you like. Yeah, no. and especially Natasha Henstridge had a career. Like, I mean, she still works pretty consistently, but, like, there was a point where she was in movies that were released in the cinema and she was the main character and now she's doing this. And, look, she did well in this. Yeah, she did I felt well sorry for her. Like, she was too good for this film, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one thing I will say is I'm so surprised this was 2014 because when Leo was in Charmed, I'm not calling him anything <laughs> other than that. That was like, what, yeah. the 90s? He looked uh, great still. At one point in this film, they said he was 35 years old. And there is no way that man is two years younger than me. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> like, he, there was a lot of wrinkles on that face. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's like a whole subplot with the toy shop as well. Like, there's like an evil shrew boss woman like because we don't get enough of those in swap films um and she uh i guess she wants to get an old dying man to come back and be the santa but the guy that's the president of the toy company or whatever wants to replace the santa with a robot it's like none of that (laughs) ended up being important Uh, at all yeah Um, yeah and that robot, they we see the robot once, and it was obviously a man pretending to be a robot. And then they unplug it, and he's still blinking. 
never before in my life. Like, I can't. I just. Yeah. What do you say? And the robot Santa, like, punches a woman in the stomach. <laughs> I think I'm making this film sound a lot more interesting than it is. But better than it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I feel like towards the start of it, I'm like, like, I had this feeling of like, all right, here we go. Like, <laughs> this is going to be like, you know, dumb, but it's going to be like just balls to the wall weird. Yeah. And, yeah. and all of a sudden I'm just watching um, – an old man eat cabbage soup and uh, the yeah. movie's over. Yeah. Because, like, it's a body swap between the con man and the old man, but we spend most of our time with the con man in the old man's body. So, basically, we're just watching a dying old man sitting alone in his room. Being bored, yeah. And all the action, all the stuff that you probably would find really, like, Christmassy <laughs> and fun would be seeing the old man back at his element playing the Santa game. But no, no not at all. <laughs> like, we get, like, maybe 30 seconds of it. And, like, That's why is the old man, yeah. like, okay, I get he's bedridden and he's dying, but he's, like, not, you know, like, he's pretty cognizant. He he can, like, walk around sometimes. He's always talking. He's alert. Why is he in an empty room with no TV, no anything? He's always just lying there staring at the wall and and that's it. And then, like, the mum, like, wonder, um, not the mum, the daughter wonders, <laughs> the wonders why, like, he wants to get out or whatever. It's like, yeah, he's bored yeah. as fuck. Like, can you just make his remaining years Yeah, he's like, fun? I would just like to go outside. She's like, no, no, you're staying here, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it's like elder abuse. Is she but, the villain? But, like, aren't, like, poets, aren't, don't, isn't that what they do? Like, poets, like, you know, sit and watch the sunrise and, and pontificate. He couldn't isn't, see the sunrise. Literally, the view lives? from his room was a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, it was another <laughs> building. They couldn't afford green screening Whoa. anything better than a brick wall. So that's what he got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gr- the green screen yeah. was yeah. heavy-handed. Well, like, the opening yeah. scene was in, like, an alleyway, and that was... Probably the worst. Still, Still green, green screen. And then um, when they were at the Rockefeller, like um, skate, ice skating, that was like the worst as well. Green screen. And you know how as well there were like a few different times when um, they were at this location, but it was like different days or whatever, and it was always the same stock footage. I'm like, I recognize that person skating from the last time that you were here, even though it was a different day. <laughs> And another great one was there was a scene where they're like walking into the warehouse yeah. where all the criminals hung out. Was that their house? I'm not sure. What it, what was this venue? I'm not sure. The hideout. Anyway, the snow <laughs> on the ground was so fake. You could see like the guy walking on it. It was like the stuffing <laughs> from like a cushion. It was like it's like squashing beneath his feet, but like not. Like, you think snowboard. like the purpose of filming these kind of films in Canada is that you'd get these like kind of. Nice weather, Christmassy weather, but obviously it didn't happen that time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, that mm. warehouse. So pretty much majority of this film was in three locations: the depressing bedroom of the old man, the warehouse with like burning trash cans, and like the stairwell of the toy shop. It's like so 
boring all these locations and depressing yeah not visually exciting no it also led me to the other question so we never find out when he's swapped into the con man's body where is he living how is he surviving because he's also refusing to get paid by the toy shop all he wants is the toy shop to give money to charity so He's got no money. He's got nowhere to live. This is what I'm saying. Was that warehouse their house? Did they live there? It's like they looked fairly well, like they weren't like dirty mm. or it it didn't make any sense. And also, you know how like the con men, their con is they're doing like yeah. three card Monty or yeah, whatever it is. Is that what Monty, it's called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like. Every, like, normal, well-dressed person on the street is stopping by and playing this game. I'm like, this is not – it's like a dad <laughs> a dad with his daughter in doing Christmas shopping. It's like, yeah, are you going to go and, like, check this person out when they're on the street? He was, like, in a dirty – he was, like, in a dirty <laughs> Santa costume and, like, obviously doing something criminal and all these, like, well-dressed business people are like, mm, I'll have a term. It just was really stupid. Yeah, like, I, I don't understand, like, does free, free Card Monty happen anywhere besides yeah. films? Like, is there anyone walking by someone who's got a little table set up on, on the side of the road and think, oh, here's a legitimate, <laughs> like... Yeah, right? and I don't know yeah. if you, you saw it because it was while you were driving, Brendan, but in that scene um, there's, like, a, a father with a son and he's like, I think I can beat this. And the son's like, no, dad, it's our Christmas money. <laughs> and he's like, does it anyway? It's like, holy fuck, And then there's dude. like an, a grandma speaking to the cops, like saying, you know, this is dodgy to, about the uh, three-card Monty thing. But the cops like wait for like 10 minutes and watch all these people lose their money before they shut yeah. it down. Maybe they thought, oh, maybe it's a legitimate. Like- yeah. Three-card Monty <laughs> operation. And yeah. then at the end. Uh, this is the yeah. ultimate. Yeah. Is this oh, what you're going to talk about? Oh, oh This my- is the best part. <laughs> okay, so I just need to quickly say that, you know, how the whole time the other criminals want him to teach them the mm. reindeer trick because he does it with the reindeer cards and it's, like, pretty sure just, like, a simple, like, Google search yeah, will YouTube, teach yeah. you this. This is, like, not complicated and he's but not also, doing they, anything special. They, they each put $250,000 <laughs> in to this, like... I know. This is their, their big scam that was going to be their... <laughs> Their retirement money or something. And then it ends up being free card Monty again. I'm like, what? Yeah, so basically at the end, Demon Demon Santa, which we'll get back to later, um, gives the con man his million dollars. But by this time the con man has learnt this like the meaning of Christmas. So he tells the other con men uh, in the uh, trash can warehouse, give me your <laughs> your split of the million back, and I'm gonna like quadruple it with a new scam. Then he just does three card Monty in the alley again, but makes it that he loses and gives it all the money away to all the the fucking suckers. Like, why do they deserve a Christmas miracle? <laughs> They're giving all their money to a fucking. Uh, like dodgy Santa and a, like, they're, they're being yeah, dumb. Like, yeah. And by this time, it, it's like five o'clock at Hallmark, and all the writers are like, "Ooh, yeah. well." Uh, the, me- the meaning of Christmas, uh, the spirit of Christmas, is reward gamblers <laughs> in an alleyway. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But anyway, um, uh, 
like a reward a father who was going to spend all your family's yeah. money on because the same because the same dad that loses his money in the first scene comes back and gets a whole bunch of money back like that's a positive thing that he's continued to gamble and he goes for it yeah it's like as if you yeah. would do it too yeah the exact and the, same and guy, the, yeah. that, that guy would definitely the next step would be going to fucking the horse races and spending like he's like i'm on a roll now like there's no way he'd have that money for more than 10 minutes. But anyway, um, then the cop, but yeah, the, the cops then <laughs> come up to the table and you think, oh, okay, the, to- the cops are going to shut this down. And then the con man, he gets the uh, card, rips it up. He's like, I'm done, man. I'm done with this life. So then the cop gets his wanted poster out of his pocket. Shows it to him and then rips it up and throws it in the air and and gives him a thumbs up and walks off. I'm like, yeah, because cops flee just like, that's a thing, right? It's like they're just like, oh, it's Christmas. You're on the wanted list, but we'll just rip it up. Yeah, that was, I wrote bah ha 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 across the whole page of my notes. I was like, this is too Uh, much. Also, okay, so Demon Santa. I guess I like looked away and checked the time on the wall or something. And I thought this whole thing, I wrote this whole bit in my notes about, (laughs) I thought he was praying to God. I thought this was like a religio movie and God was like doing this. Because he says clearly from one Santa to another, he was praying. Definitely, I definitely. He believes in Santa. (laughs) I definitely looked away for that part. Sorry, y'all. This film was not that captivating. Um, And then I did a whole thing being like, uh, you know, what if God was one of us, just a slob like one of us, or uh, like a guy in a leather jacket with a receding hairline vibe. (laughs) But he was like rock and roll Santa. Do you know, I don't know if you guys thought of it, but the thing that I thought of straight away was in I Think You Should Leave Season 2, how there was that Santa (laughs) whiff who was like um, uh, (laughs) Detective Crashmore, (laughs) the the action movie starring Santa where he's like fucking shooting people in the face. Um, That's the vibe (laughs) that the Santa had in this film. Also, that I cannot deal with that guy called himself Nick. And then a week and a half later, he was like, Nick? Nicholas, St. Nick. I'm like, I am fucking embarrassed (laughs) for you. That was a week (laughs) later. Oh, that was so painful. The thing is, what did they think was going on? Because this, this man appears, he's making like people disappear. He's making briefcase of money appear out of nowhere. He's making you travel through time and space. And, (laughs) and they don't click. It doesn't click mm-hmm. that this being Well, is, I mean, that yeah. character of Eddie, who is the con man that swaps into the old man, uh, was a fucking idiot. Like, he was swapped into the old man's body for a week before he goes and sees his swapped, fo- like, the guy in his body, and he's, like, shocked. I'm like, you've been an old man for a whole fucking week. It breaks week. him, yeah. Like, how did this not compute to you that this is what was happening? But it wasn't even the fact that he saw himself, like, he saw his own body, like, you know, holly jolting around and stuff like that. It was the fact, what did he say? He said, I never saw myself enjoying Christmas like that. And that, like, just yeah. Broken. Well, I guess like, we do find out we do find out crying. his backstory that he used when he was a kid. He really in the last 
30 well, seconds of no, the film. Well, no, they do set it up a bit earlier that when he when he tells the story of when he was a kid and he was like falling over all the time when he was trying to skate and then his dad came beat the shit out of him. Like this is the kind of stuff that we want to hear in Christmas movies, but um, like I think that's his association with Christmas and that's what turned him into an awful person and doing this Christmas swap kind of, I don't know, fixed him. I hate this movie. So is he a good person the rest of the year? It's just Christmas he becomes a con man. How bad was the – okay, so we need to do the whole sequence. So they're having that little chat and he's talking about how, you know, his dad beat him when he was younger or whatever and he's like, can you do me a favour? Can you skate yeah. for me? Can you skate for me? And for yeah, some <laughs> reason, yeah, I know. I'm like, this yeah. is off. Like, can you skate for me? It was yeah. like, ooh. I know, um, right? For her, some her re- and her father had zero <laughs> sexual chemistry. It was so frustrating. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um, for some reason, I don't know why I did this, but like to make a note of that in my notes, I wrote it like SK8 for me <laughs> in my notes. Uh, I don't know. I think Avril Lavigne's been like in yeah. pop culture again. Uh, this the skater boy thing. Anyway, is and she? then I was like, "That is an amazing vanity plate for a car. Skate for me, like with the letters <laughs> with a four. Um, yeah, with a four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I wrote it in my nose. Skate like S K eight letter number four for me. Um. Anyway, and then they do this little montage of them skating. Uh. Oh, that's at the end, though, isn't it? And it was like um, yeah. with the spotlight and stuff, and it was so bad. Like if they were going to go for the whole thing that he's in the old man's, like he's in her dad's body and he's falling in love with her, there's, I guess we could have got some like 17 again, like awkward comedy out of that or something interesting, but it's just not, it's just, Nothing inert. Nope. I, I don't understand why these films, why do they keep doing all this death and, like, illness and, it, it, you know, like, we saw that old man, like, his face covered up by a sheet <laughs> and being wheeled away on a stretcher. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Well, well evil. Well, Santa yeah, explained. Satan, Santa yeah. came and said it's... <laughs> I don't think he was evil. I think he was just a pagan Santa. He was evil. He was an evil man. He was like Santa, like, broke bad. He'd, like, shaved off his beard and had a leather jacket. He was just going by Nick, Uh, you know? Yeah. I looked up that guy's um, filmography. Uh, Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) He had some uh, some really interesting titles. There was the the Sex and Violence Family (laughs) Hour. Which starred Jim Carrey. (laughs) (laughs) But do you know, in terms of like performances, how good were the other con men in the warehouse who thought they were in a Goodfellas movie? (laughs) Was one of them Sinbad? (laughs) That guy looks like Sinbad. But the other one, like the kind of short, dumpy one with the glasses. They were just being, they were just trying to be. like a uh, Home Alone, mm, those yeah. two, Harry and Marv. It was 
Like, even with the hat and the glove, like, it just was so, <laughs> it was bad. Or Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers, something like that. Yeah. That were channeling. Yeah, it was, sure. it was awful. Well, let's, let's just say, um, you know, we were in the writer's room. How, how do you think you would have gone about making this a good swap film? It's Christmas. It's not hard. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like I think I think we've all said like our ba- like our standards for Christmas movies are very low. Like you just want to feel happy and you want to like go away with a nice lesson yeah. about mm. I don't know. Well, I was going to do this as like an honorable mention for mm-hmm. when we do our tenuous, but I it doesn't count as a tenuous anyway, but um we accidentally did vice versa and then found out it was a christmas, christmas body swoop yeah. body swap movie and it was so good it, that's like yeah. all time for me um it was it was so good it had like the warm nostalgia mm. like heaps of comedy i would say so how could you make a good christmas body swap movie you get fred <laughs> savage and judge reinhold and do vice versa like it can I, be done like in, in terms of this specific plot <laughs> Remember when Fred Fred Savage went? Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. What the? Yeah, it was so good. Like um, in, in terms of this specific plot, though, what I would have done, I would have made it that instead of an old dying man, I would have made it like <laughs> I, it could have still been an old man, but maybe like in a funny like slapstick sequence, he falls down the stairs and breaks his arms and legs or something. So he, so, so he can't, so it's not a dying, like it's not a dying situation, but he still can't go and be the Santa that year. And then he swaps with the con man. And that way there's not that like depressing stakes to it. But then what are we watching? We're watching now, not just, not just a, an old man who does nothing. An old man who's literally like. <laughs> yeah, but then stri- I wouldn't have focused. <laughs> trying to hit on his daughter. <laughs> but then I wouldn't have focused on that. And then I would have shown more of like um, the uh, old man. Now he's in a younger body and he still gets to be the Christmas Santa in the shop. There's ways that you could have made this film that you didn't want to like. I don't know. I think it would have been better if it was like a kid, a kid swapping with a con man, like a Macaulay Culkin type, like a low rent Macaulay. You know what I mean? I, an old man. Like, but savage. then like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just want to watch Vice Versa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If um, Leo from Charm, if he had to be the Santa and he like learnt shit about Christmas and like being a good person from doing yeah. This you for wouldn't the old have, man or like, something like that. That makes I love more as well. Sense, it's like know? he wasn't even didn't even have to become Santa and like do Santa's job. It's like he became a Santa, like a yeah. toy shop Santa. So, yeah. Seems like well, very small I, scope. I think you know what a, I mean? Like this is not Tim. This is not Tim Allen second. being not small Santa. Scope. This literally like turned the uh the like the retail industry around having the Santa. Uh. You know, like famous uh sam the santa <laughs> yeah and you know when she was going he'll come back they always do i'm like what are you referring to like who always comes back like that's and like not how many people thing. like Wait, uh, guy who dresses up like santa like a fucking celebrity like he comes in in plain clothes like he was yeah he was being he mobbed like a beatles yeah. and he gets like mobbed by people they just see him and their eyes light up yeah. like what universe is this film set in can, can you yeah. guys explain to me why um 
why he loved being sent. Like, I feel like I missed something at the start. All I could hear was like this old man being like, Oh, I've got a shed to see. Yeah, oh, man. Please let me be sent. Uh, to I his can't daughter. even imagine audio only. Like, it just would not have been um, a fun drive. So, the, what you missed. So, the reason he likes being Santa is because he really likes having children sit on his lap. He went through a <laughs> It's like his favorite thing. So, um, yeah, and everyone really liked to indulge that. So it was a real tragedy when he couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> and did the poetry. Why? Was the Why, poetry Paul? influenced? Yeah, all, by his, this? all like... his poems are about that. <laughs> ah. <laughs> cool. Um, can I also just say, when I was watching the movie, I. <laughs> paused yeah. it i had to like whatever go to the bathroom whatever and i come back it says this movie is for six to twelve what year old what 12 year old is gonna enjoy this <laughs> can you imagine a six-year-old <laughs> watching this oh my god i can imagine them like being like oh, i need some background noise while i play minecraft or <laughs> and then so my bit isn't finished my bit isn't finished yet i accidentally when i was like pressing play again because i was watching on the computer i accidentally like took the cursor way back and like the movie started again from the middle bit and i was a bit like oh what was happening before i went to the bathroom and i watched truly 10 minutes of something i'd already seen didn't know didn't notice i was sort of like oh i thought they were this just seems a bit off yeah because really like if you see it as a, a kid's film there's only two kids in this whole film like at one point there's like a little girl that wants like heaps of presents and she's from a rich family, and you know that because her mother's wearing a big fur coat. Also, actually, no, <laughs> a, a kid can't watch this because it's the whole Santa not being Santa. But I guess but Nicholas there is, is there's also, yeah, this is true. Yeah, so yeah. it's like that; it's just but accepted kids, that they, he's like, got people that on the working nose. Kids for him. But then there out, was yeah. another yeah. girl, another kid character, Carla Jensen, who was given a name. One of the other characters came up to her. It's like Carla Jensen. Carla Jensen, yeah, you're back. And she's like, yeah, cookies. I'm always come back to see Santa. And he's, and she has this whole speech about how she thinks that Santa's sick and she's brought him a present. And you think it's going to like lead up to something. And then we never see her ever again. I'll tell you what. I thought it was a cameo and I just didn't know who it was because that's what <laughs> happens a lot. I've done it for almost 50 years and I have never missed one Christmas, no matter how much snow or rain or sleet I... I mean, I, I'm a regular postman for the North Pole, you know. <laughs> so what do you say from one old Santa to another? Huh? Let me play Santa Claus one more time. Let me just make a difference in a few kids' lives, even just one kid. Okay, now it's time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. And uh, since we're... Recording remotely this week, uh, thanks to my uh, COVID quarantine. <laughs> Pending yes, COVID uh, status, I don't think yeah. It's wise that we all sing at the same time, like usual. So, Brendan. Okay. I'm going to do this as Santa. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Natasha Henstridge as Susan Wells. Hey, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the who's this film? Ah, oh, the daughter, the beautiful daughter who used to be in Species. We've all seen naked. Can't, yes, can't, beautiful woman. <laughs> can't um, ice skate to save a life. Studying for the bar. Super stressed about it. Yeah, I, do I have to answer? Yes. I mean, she was, she's she was a, pretty. Yeah, she's yeah. a beautiful person. She's smart. She she's looking after her, looking you know, after torturing dying her, father. Her torturing Why her couldn't she father? make him yeah, something well, better than cabbage soup? Why? Yeah, that's what you feed the like. <laughs> we try to make him fart himself to Willy death. Wonka in the chocolate factory. <laughs> that's literally what they're eating in that film. But also, what was wrong with her cabbage soup that he literally was like wincing at the taste? Do you guys of know it? that 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 is the bit that I that I came back to accidentally watched twice? I was like, didn't I already? What is this? I was like, oh fuck, I've gone way back in the movie. Um, do you? Yeah, look. I think she was torturing her father. Yeah, he, um, she was definitely poisoning. Yeah. Um, I still think she's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> she was only pissing in that soup and just like <laughs> taking pleasure in watching him eat it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna give her. A, I'm gonna give her a hot, even though she was like the most boring human being on earth. <laughs> Uh, do, do you? Did either of you guys watch Species back in the day? No, I've seen parts. <laughs> <laughs> Her parts. <Dirty. laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she's she's a beautiful woman. All right. So uh, Leo from Charmed as Eddie Bennett. <laughs> We're not going to use his name again. Hey, it's me, Leo. <laughs> Why am I acting like a? Anyway. Uh, well, um, I don't. <laughs> Mm. I thought he looked good. He can get, he gets a hop from me. He could model in like a Lowe's catalog. Whatever that whatever that is. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a knot. I think he was looking haggard and he was a con man and he hung out in, in dirty alleys and I don't like him. But he meant, he meant <laughs> the meaning of, of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um it's been a while since we've paid out Lucy for liking old men. Cedric Smith as Sam Wells, the old man. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, that was easy. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Leo from <laughs> Charmed. We've already just done him. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, Lucy, what do you think of this old man? And finally, Krista Bridges as Barbara, the shrew manager. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I, 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 you keep calling her a shrew. She's literally doing her job. She saved the company. <laughs> no, the Santa saved the company. And also she was like, he'll be back. They always are. It's like, what are you referring to? Are you on drugs maybe? Uh, she's getting a knot from me, dog. <laughs> I mean, and also like how much money could this Santa possibly, like how much difference could you possibly be making to the bottom line? We where- saw the graphs. It was like... <laughs> 
I think maybe that's just Christmas in general because people are going to be buying more toys at Christmas. (laughs) She literally goes to his house and she's like, we're we're willing to pay him triple his salary and pay for your law degree. (laughs) Like how much? And they turn it down, which I found hilarious. (laughs) Why? Yeah, as if you would turn that down. <laughs> you get your old dying. Hey, father. Dad, go you sit in, in a chair for ten hours. Yeah, it's crazy. All this body changing stuff. I gotta say, you're looking really good, Eddie. Really good. Yeah, it is me, Al. If you want proof, I'll do the reindeer trick. No, no, your partner here wouldn't lie to me. So what do you want? What do you think we want? We want to be your partners, but this time, on this million bucks you're getting for the body switching scam. Let's get to Opinion Swap, where we find some interesting reviews of the Christmas Switch from across the interwebs. Are they out there? Yeah, this film had 17 reviews on Letterboxd. (laughs) (laughs) First one is from Irene123, who gave it half a star. And they say... The only reason I watched this was because I couldn't fall asleep and it just happened to be on TV. It took me over half the movie to realize that the main guy who played the young Santa was Leo and Charmed. And, <laughs> and so two things from my childhood were ne- are now ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Was Charm ever good? I love Charmed so much. I had a big, like, witchcraft moment because of Charmed. <laughs> All right. So uh, this one's from Abby, who gives it half a star. And she says, old guy's dying wishes to play Santa in a toy store one last time because it brings him that much joy that he asks God slash various angels to step in and their solution is a body See, switch. See, she thought it was God too. <laughs> <laughs> and their solution is a body switch with a three-card Monty Ali scammer. There are so many plot lines. It moves very slowly and it's also convoluted. That doesn't really feel that Christmassy in the end. Add in, oh, the, incre- right? <laughs> add in the incredibly creepy fantasy the cre- criminal has about the daughter of the body he's in, and it becomes close to unwatchable. A true <laughs> highlight is when they green screen said daughter into Rockefeller <laughs> Center. So if you want a good laugh, there's that. <laughs> yeah, actually, when I saw that scene of like the daughter and him in his real body, like just in that spotlight dancing. Yeah, the spotlight. It, it reminded me of like something David Lynch in it, like yeah. Mulholland Drive or like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Finally, we have uh, one from Brian Maguire who gives it four stars. And he says, Now we are talking Sweet Santa LSD. The lovely Santa Diaries <laughs> just got lit up on fire with this massive LSD Christmas banger. Holy Christmas, this film is no joke fucking Xmas awesome. The old man is king up in this flick, yo. A hell of an actor. <laughs> And lots of stupid lines trying to make sure we, the viewers, know that they have switched bodies. Now the last film we reviewed, Christmas in the Heartland, can go suck it compared to this gem. This movie is not just a weirdo trip to LSD Santaville. I mean, it is, but it is also not... But it is also not very good. And at the same time, it's really good. Like, it's perfect. And the real Santa is a full-blown bear from the darkest S&M dungeon in all the lands. I would like to party with that Santa. So much bad, it's good. So much good, it's good. Fuck yes to the moon for me on this gold goose. What do you think, Kitty? I said I enjoy a good switcheroo movie. And ladies and gents, here it be. I loved everything about this movie, especially Mr. 
Sanjit playing Sanjuth Varughese. I don't know what it is about him, but how would you describe him? I don't know, but I would like a plush doll in his likeness. Oh my god! What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that somebody got, like, some Christmas joy out of this movie. (laughs) That was something uh, else. I think they got some joy out of LSD. Yeah. <laughs> so, young dude, what do you want Santa here to enact for you for Christmas? You're not Santa. What are you saying, dude? I'm the most genuine Santa you're ever going to experience. Go starting any false rumors about who I'm not and ask you one more time what do you want for Christmas? Santa Claus doesn't talk to children that way. Is there any problem? Yeah, you're Santa here. Jeez, they're so sensitive. Look, if you can't get a real Santa to play Santa Claus, I'm going to do my shopping on the internet. <laughs> I mean, what happened to the nice Santa that you had last year? Hey, hey. Now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, or book that is connected to today's movie in some way. So, I uh, will start off. Now, I have a bit of a uh, trivia for you guys. Who was the third ever celebrity voice actor on South Park? No idea. The guy from The Cure? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, who was the first ever? Do you know that? No. Wait, the, what was the question? The first celebrity voice? On South Park. No Googling. I don't know. <laughs> the first like ever the, <laughs> the first ever celebrity voice on South Park was George Clooney as Sparky the the gay dog where he just Wait, barked. That was George Clooney? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, now bring it all together. Yeah. <laughs> so the third ever celebrity voice actor on South Park was Natasha Henstrich. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. And uh the reason that they put her on the show is because Matt Stone and Trey Parker uh, found her extremely attractive in Species and wanted to work with her. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, so what are you recommending, South Park? So I wanted to do something from the uh, from Matt Stone and Trey Parker, who were huge Natasha Henstrich fans, and, in, <laughs> and, um, and um, they actually did used to do like video uh intros to the South Park episodes like on the VHS tapes of South Park and for the episode with her in it they were talking about how they used to play a game um called Natasha Henstrich where one of them would have to be uh play Natasha Henstrich and the other one would play with themselves uh- <laughs> <laughs> I hate South Park so much <laughs> I just hate it it's so for boys it's I just <laughs> next <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm recommending uh, the first film that Ma- Matt Stone and Trey Parker ever did together. Haven't you already done that? <laughs> no, I did. I did Orgasmo previously. Same death. <laughs> but um, I'm recommending another uh, much lesser seen film: uh, the 1993 movie Cannibal the Musical. The musical. Yeah, which they did. It's a trauma movie, um, and it's extremely low budget. I think they made it for like a thousand dollars. Um, and it is hilarious and it's a musical and there's some songs in there that I sing all the time while I'm in the shower, uh, <laughs> because, uh, there's some catchy songs like, you know, obviously they went on to do Book of Mormon and you can see that DNA in this, like they were always interested in, um, skewering the musical genre. And this is like a, uh, skewering like movies like Oklahoma and, 
um, you know, before films, uh, before shows like Smigadoon have done it recently. Um, it's really like violent and funny and like gross. And, uh, I think more people should watch it and you can watch it for free on, um, YouTube because, uh, Troma have put their entire back catalog of movies for free on YouTube to watch. So, um, it's really easy to track down. Um, 1993's Cannibal the Musical. Um, so a fun little tidbit. I have seen it. Yeah. And the guy that wrote the, the all that I sing the intro with to this podcast, our theme yeah. song, yeah, is obsessed with Cannibal the Musical. That's why yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. And uh, once um, he used to play in bands and he, he played this night that was organised and a whole bunch of local people um, that were in bands had to play like a solo set. It was called mm-hmm. No One Wants to Play With Me. So it was people in bands doing solo sets. And uh, he just did all songs from Cannibal the Musical. And everyone's <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I and wish I was story. there. <laughs> that's my story. Yeah. I would have really enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Lucy, what's yours? Um, so I'm like scraping the bottom of the barrel, you know, like – the first time we did a Christmas one, I did my favorite Christmas movie. And then it's like, and then it was my second favorite Christmas movie. And like, it's getting harder and harder. Yeah. Um, and you know, like you can't recommend Home Alone. You just, what do you, yeah. you know, you can't do it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I think I Home did. Too. I think I did. <laughs> there you go. Actually, that's a great idea. Um, I think I did. Um, meet me in St. Louis for it when we did a musical one. So I can't even yeah. do that, which actually that probably is my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, Judy Garland singing, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Iconic. Um, so I just was like, mm, what are some offbeat Christmas movies? So I'm doing in Bruges. Have you seen it? Yes. In yeah. Bruges. Yes. Yeah. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. So that's just like Colin. Farrell? Yeah. Carol- yes. Yeah. I always get Col- Colin Farrell and Colin Firth <laughs> mixed up. And they are very different people. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he plays a hitman. Um, it's Christmas time. It's very dark comedy, I guess. Is that the genre you would say? Yeah. Um, and he's in a bit of trouble and there's a beautiful scenery and it's a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's about forgiveness. Like yeah, this film. yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That no, great one. I I really enjoy that film. Cool, Brendan. Hey, what? I also <laughs> am going to recommend something, and I am going to do it thusly. <laughs> no, uh, no. When I was watching this film, I a, a film came to mind, and I think I've mentioned it a couple of times, and I thought maybe I should just recommend it, yep. so it's just officially like. You know, it's out there and it's like yeah. uh, uh, endorsed by me. And so our listeners um, can actually, you know, go ahead and watch it because they were waiting for this. Works. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I'm, <laughs> I'm recommending uh, 2002's Death to Smoochie, which is yeah. a film that stars, uh, what's his name? Robin Williams. Danny DeVito. Oh, and Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, have, I, have you just talked about this before? I thought you had already recommended it. I haven't yeah. actually recommended it, but it has Catherine Keener in it. It has Edward Norton. It has Jon Stewart. It has yeah. uh, a lot of laughs. Uh, it's probably terribly um, dated in its comedy even, but I'm still going to recommend it because the themes of this uh, movie around uh, Christmas being corporatized and like, the 
you know, the little girl who learns from Santa about communism and the distribution of wealth. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like these all sort of play in the Death to Smoochie realm, which is sort of looking at uh, the children's entertainment industry for the same lens. So, um, Death to Smoochie, I think it's, um, I assume it's still a great watch and I highly (laughs) recommend it. You know, sometimes quality is better than quantity. Why? Isn't it better to have more than less? That's what Daddy says. The more money you make, the more you have. The more you have, the happier you are. And I want to be very happy for Christmas, Santa. Well, we all do. (laughs) Where are we ranking the Christmas Switch among the films we've covered on the podcast? So I declared at the beginning of the episode that this is the worst Christmas movie that I think we've watched. And the last film on my list is Christmas Trade. So I guess that means that this has to be on the bottom of the list. <laughs> really? I I am going to, I guess, stir it up because I'm putting mine just below a Christmas swap because that girl, Seeking Popcorn Night, is still really <laughs> dear to my heart and I'm putting that just above. So it's between a Christmas swap and Fallen. <laughs> well, Christmas Swap was the brother's one. Was it? Yeah. The Christmas Swap. Yeah. How's that higher? Wait. All right. So it must be higher. <laughs> How high is the other Chris? A Christmas switch is so high on my list. I'm gonna put it. Um, I'm gonna I'm put it between. I'm gonna put it between Velocipasta and the Christmas swap. I have to redo mine because it's clearly better. We than always birth. say that, but we're not allowed. <laughs> this film is definitely better than Birth, but I had more fun in Prelude <laughs> to a Kiss, so I'm doing. How the fuck is this film better than Birth? I'm sorry. I'm there with you. I hated but But on a filmmaking level. No. Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. You don't do that never works for you. That never works for you. You pick pieces of shit every time over good things. Fuck you. (laughs) So Brendan, where are you putting it? I told you between a prelude to a kiss and birth. Okay. All right. So next episode, um, which will be our, it's our New Year swap. <laughs> it's it's our last episode <laughs> for the year. Um, so it I, needs to be something good. I don't know if I can do another one of these. Now nah, make it shit. <laughs> I'm I okay. So I've chosen one. It I think it has the ingredients for something we might enjoy. It's a Korean body swap. The last Korean one we watched, we enjoyed. This one is highly regarded. It's actually been remade by a f- couple of other countries because it was so successful in Korea. Um, it's the also a 2014 movie called Miss Granny, where an underappreciated old granny magically turns 20 years old again and decides to make the most of her newfound youth. Ooh. Yay. So, uh, no, that sounds sort of fun. Like, yeah. Um, like, it's, it's well-reviewed. It's well liked. It's a age swap which we haven't done for a while, and um, it's like a female age swap, which is like very different to like eighteen again and stuff like that. Yeah, it's more like thirteen going thirty. But can I ask a question? Yeah, what you know when we started this podcast and it was like we had like the hot chick to look forward to and Freaky Friday. Are there still any of those like heavy hitter fun? Are they other than Face Off? Are there any out there, or is it is it just going to be toiling in obscurity 
forevermore. Now, there are some high-profile ones. I try not to, like, do them all in one hit because... Yeah, I get that. I know you have to space them the out, but one? also... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know you have to space them out, but also just I need to know they're out there. I don't know if I can keep going. <laughs> when are we going to... What are we... <laughs> when are we gonna do the uh the the stripper who uh, who um changes bodies with Jesus Christ? Oh no. <laughs> I think That's a sort of Christmas one. I I'm pretty sure you know, I post about that on my social media, I get disowned. So I don't think we're gonna be doing it. <laughs> as much as I really appreciate yeah, our listener yeah, for recommending I really that. appreciate them recommending it, but yeah, like I, I do still have friends who listen to this who uh you know, part of the church, and uh, I, I don't want to go that hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, to everyone, have a Merry Christmas if you're listening to this Christmas week. Um, and, uh, yeah, don't watch the Christmas Switch as part of your Christmas festivities. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There's so many good Vanessa Hutchins Christmas movies to choose from. You don't have true. to watch this. I'm yeah. Googling this woman. <laughs> Vanessa. I, I There's so many Christmas movies I want to watch that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, that have come nice. out this year. Um, what's the one with um, Dan Levy and the, um, that love hard one you're talking about? And there's so many. Yeah. yeah. And there's a RuPaul Christmas movie as well. Oh, the bitch who no. stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I her. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So until next time, you are a piece of shit on the ground, DPW, if you do not review us on iTunes. Like, honestly, yeah. it, it would be a fantastic Christmas gift to us if you reviewed us on iTunes. If you want to give us something for Christmas, just go to fucking iTunes and <laughs> review us. And, and, I just want to say I am completely with you, Paul. Like we've had like some listeners who have given us some, you know, sweet, you know, Insta Instagram posts and and Twitter mentions, and yeah, I think like I I understand where you're coming from now. Everyone else, you fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually makes our day when we get like feedback. So if you're not sending us feedback, you're a piece of shit. This is what I'm saying. Anyway. <laughs> but Merry Christmas as well. Yeah, also Merry Christmas. Uh, and, and are we any closer to the 100? No, nah, we've been like on 61 for months. Like people but are what about of shit. the ones when we get nice emails but they don't review it on iTunes? Can't you uh, add that up? No, they have to review us on iTunes. <laughs> 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 Maybe should, should I change it to like 70 reviews? No. And I, I have a feeling like Lucy's just like, come on, get to a hundred so we can do face off and that could be my final show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then I'm not changing it. No, I'm not. <laughs> that's not, that's not it. <laughs> All right. I was Lucy Thomas. Uh, I was Brendan Levi. Um, <laughs> do something for someone else this Christmas. That's kind of cool thing to do. Really All right. The queen <laughs> of Sheba has just entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you, bye. (laughs) Can you tell me who Sheba is? (laughs) The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. 
Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.